0: Irby Ray Edwards, what a character. He's a Korean War veteran, Marine Corps, and we, we met here in Bakersfield because he had heard about Camp Hamilton, and he started to come out and do little things here and there and then help with big functions, and he really got involved in it, and him and I became good friends. And then one day, as we're talking about some event or whatever it came up that uh, his birthday was January 31st well I looked at him and I said Irby that's my birthday so that kind of we thought that was pretty special I think we probably had one or two beers to toast that and then uh, sometime later we uh, we went up to uh, Antioch California to get a load of uh, chairs that had been donated old Squidley. Mike Squidley rounded them through different veterans organizations and about 150 folding chairs and they were pretty good shape. But we had to get transportation for them. So Irby said, I'll go, I'll take old Whitey and he had an old white pickup and he had a horse trailer. And this guy was big into the horses and the mules and he took the the desert days, he'd go out there and take his mules across the desert, great guy. So, as we're uh, driving up to Antioch, or I guess it was on our way back, we went and got the chairs, we spent a night up there. And on our way back, uh, we started talking about uh, our uh, our dads. and uh, I told him that uh, my dad was probably the best friend I ever had. And Irby said something like, well, how about me? And as I laughed, I said, well, my dad was born July 19th, 1909. And, and uh, so that makes him a whole lot older than you, Irby. So I don't think you're to be my dad. And he said, what day? I said, July 19th, 1909. And he puts on the brakes and pulled over, and he said, you gotta be kidding me. He says, that's my dad's birthday. <laughs> so this takes it a little further into our our friendship and the fun we had going on. And uh, boy, did we did some things that probably shouldn't tell some of the stories here. Him, <laughs> right, him riding his horse into the bars in Oildale and And uh, drinking beer at Camp Hamilton while we were working and him having his phone on and not realizing it and he's telling about uh, 10 or 12 of us all these stories about his wife and this and that and he didn't know she was listening to it the whole time all of a sudden here comes this truck booming a big cloud of dust over the hill (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. He uh, got in trouble. Erby, get out of here. Erby <laughs> <laughs> didn't take things too serious. Yeah, and June was his wife. June uh, I, I highly upset, but Erby wasn't out there very long and promised her he'd turn his phone off and he came back in. So that, that was a, kind of a cool story, I thought. <laughs> well, then a few years later. Uh, over Tar Springs Ranch at John Loomis, uh, because Irby had never been over there. I started taking him over there several years before this time, but uh, John had a bunch of big horn sheep, Barbados big horn sheep, about 30 of them. And he called me and he says, I'm tired of buying hay for these hay burners. He said, when you come over for the camp out, he says, bring a horse trailer and take them all home with you. He said, we'll have a, a sheep roundup over here, and, and uh, it'll, we'll have the kids out there running the sheep down. Look it li- looks like a lot of fun, and, and uh, they can catch all them sheep and put them in your trailer, and you guys can take them back to Camp Hamilton and take care of them over there. We still have some of them here, mm. that are, and that's been years and years ago. So anyway, uh, uh, Herbie took his trailer back, truck over there and... He backed up to the supposedly rodeo arena and was all ready to go. And John had bleachers set up out uh, on the street for people to come and watch the big sheep roundup, the rodeo. And he's calling everybody, come on up for this rodeo, come on up, this is going to be fun. And people started migrating that way and he turned them loose and he told the kids, well... You can start chasing them, probably take you a couple hours to catch them all. So, just so happens, one of my daughters and her best friend were there and they were like 15 years old. Well, they they weren't very big, they were slender girls, but they were tough and they got it in their mind that they were gonna have fun in there. And The first thing they did was they went after the biggest ram in the whole bunch and they grabbed him by his horns and they dragged him into the horse trailer and just as people were starting to get seated, all the rest of the sheep herd ran in and jumped in the trailer and followed that ram in there. The rodeo was over and John said, turn him loose, give us another chance. And he's shooting pop-ups and throwing firecrackers and stuff. That's too late. Those sheep wouldn't even come out of there unless they drug that ram back out, and they weren't going to do that. So that was John's big rodeo. Well, we laughed about it and laughed about it, and on our way back to Bakersfield and trying to figure out where we were going to put them when we got here, exactly how we were going to take care of them. And we get out about halfway between here and Santa Maria, and we're talking about... You know, his birthday, my birthday, our dad's birthday. And I said, I had a little brother. Uh, I said, uh, him and I didn't get along real well. we've had a lot of problems over the years. And I said, but he died uh, pretty young, in in his 40s. And I said, he was born on uh, October 5th. And he, again, he pulled over and stopped. He said, how much younger was he than you? And I said, well, I turned one in January, and he was born that following October. So not quite two years. And he shook his head, and he says, my little brother was much older than your little brother, but he was the same time younger than me, and he was born on October 5th we decided uh, there's no way in hell we could be related because I was much better looking than him. Or I (laughs) I think he said it the other way around, but uh, that cemented our relationship and our fun. And for the rest of his life, uh, we laughed about that. And we did a lot of things. In fact, that big set of longhorns that's in on the patio, he had built a big house. He'd won some money in it, the lottery, and he put the big fireplace and stuff in there. And he said, then you got those bones that you bought over at Loomis's?" I said, "Yes, I do." And he said, "How about loaning them to me until I die?" <laughs> I said, "Sure, be anything you want." And I thought he was joking. Well, he took those horns, and they went above his fireplace, out on Meacham Drive in Bakersfield, and. They hung there until after he passed, and his wife, June, that didn't like some of the things he was saying, brought him back to me. (laughs) So anyway, Irby and I were close and good friends, and, and everyone that ever knew him misses him. He was quite a character and a lot of fun.